All right. Welcome to Toolbox Radio. My name is Scott Schulman. I'm here with Grant Lockard, and we are now at episode two. So uh, how you feeling, Grant? Doing good, man. I'm, I'm pumped for today's episode to talk about the nuts and bolts and fun of camp. Yeah, me too. Uh, this is uh, what last week's episode was uh, kind of a more serious one, uh, just talking about the kind of the philosophy of camp. Why? Why do you go to camp? What's the reason? And uh, today um, we want to talk about some big games and activities that we've done at camp and uh, just share uh, with each other some of the fun stuff that we do, and maybe we can grab an idea or two uh, from this and use it at our camp. So uh, hopefully this is a, a helpful one for you guys listening. So um, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and start off. Uh, one of the things that I talked about at uh, Tweakage, which is our uh, kind of a camp um, conference with a bunch of different camps around the country and around the world, um, was a, a laser tag system. So uh, at Camp Grace, we have something called a Steradian laser tag system. And uh, this is something that has been at, at several other camps. Um, but what is awesome about it is it's basically like a um, a replacement for paintball, or you can do it as a supplement for paintball or airsoft. But uh, if you're a camp guy and you've ever run paintball, um, you probably hate it <laughs> uh, because uh, there's so many things that you have to do. Now, the campers love it, and it's a great activity, and I love being able to do it for them. But the behind-the-scenes stuff with paintball is you have to uh, make sure you have all the masks, make sure you have all the CO2 tanks filled up, make sure all the O-rings on the CO2 tanks are not corroded and uh, fallen off. Uh, you've got to have all the guns clean, taken apart, chronoed. Um, there's, there's just, there's so much to do to get all the guns out to the paintball range, which is normally not in the main area of your camp. If you care about the other campers, uh, then after that, you're, you're running the game and making sure people aren't taking off their masks the whole time. Because I mean, I don't know, Grant, do you guys have paintball at high point? We used to. We no longer okay. for the reason the reasons that you're talking. About. Yeah. So like it, it's it's amazing how many kids will be running around and adults will be running around and as soon as they get out they get hit they'll just whip off their mask like like oh well I guess I'm fine now but there's like crossfire going on all over the place and we have to yell to like put your mask back on like you're gonna lose an eye uh, so it's like it's pretty. This is one of the most stressful parts about running camp for me because I'm like I feel like I am watching a bunch of two year olds running around like with knives and I'm like okay make sure nobody kills each other. <laughs> uh, but so there's all this stuff you have to do and then after the game you have to clean all the masks and all the guns and I mean it just it it takes a really, really long time. And, you know, if, if you're not a camp person and you listen to this, you might be like, Oh yeah, that, that makes sense. But if you're a camp guy and, and you've done this before, you will probably be saying yes. Yes. Like on your, on your phone right now. Cause that it's, it's, it's it just takes a long time. Now the laser tag gun system is something where you take the guns out to the range or, or, or not the range, but the course. And then you, you have your laptop there, you set up whatever game you want and you hit go and the kids go out and play laser tag and they come back, you put them in there, you know, you wipe them down a little bit just to get the sweat off of them, but that's it. Like it's 
it's like no setup, no cleanup at all. And it's, it's just a, it's, it's a great system. There's so many games that you can customize. So again, the, the company that I've used um, is called Steradian Laser Tag. And um, the guys that I've talked to that have used this particular company have all just absolutely loved it. Uh, there's their customer service is um, it, it's it's probably of all the companies like Camp or Personal that I've ever used. Steradian is probably the number one in customer service for me, which is a, is saying a lot because I customer service is really important to me. But every time we've had a problem, we've called them up. Like I know, like Jenny at Steradian Laser Tech, like <laughs> we've talked to her several times, emailed her, and uh, they're a small company and they really take care of you. So um, there's so just a few examples of games that you can do uh, free for all teams. Uh, you can play a zombies game, a game that's like Halo with regenerating shields, uh, team bases, capture the flag, a gun power up where you shoot different color targets and that changes your gun into like a machine gun or a rocket launcher or other things. Uh, so it's, it's uh, pretty cool. So it's a high cost up front. Um, the, the guns are expensive, um, but there's virtually no cost to maintain it and there's no cleaning of the masks or refilling CO2 tanks or setup or any of that. So it's, it's basically like if you can save up money or raise money, uh, a big chunk for a system that, that gives you the ability to use this for a long, long time. Um, so Ironwood had uh, one of their very first systems um, and it lasted them about 10 years, uh, which is amazing uh, for any electronics. And uh, so we've had ours at Camp Grace for I think three years now. And um, I plan on using it for many, many more. So uh, Grant, what has your experience been with laser tag? Um, very good. Um, we run a different system. It's called iCombat. It, it runs off of, uh, actually old, they basically made it to, uh, to help camps that are, uh, out, go withdrawing from the paintball scene. So you use an old, uh, paintball gun. Um, quick question for you on your guns. How, yeah. What do you, how, what are your batteries? What do you got to do with that? Like, are they rechargeable in the gun? What are they? So how, work with the batteries um it, the you can buy you can you can do it either way but i bought a case that is like a rolling um bin that it's a really rugged thing and you all the guns have a little pouch that they go in in this bin and the it's actually like a headphone jack that you plug into the gun and then that it plugs into a power brick that's inside this case and then in the case, it has a, an extension cord that goes out of the case, and you plug that into the wall. And so it has 10 of these for 10 guns in a case. And you so you just make sure they're all plugged into the guns, this, into this little headphone jack that's on all of the guns. And then you make sure that the case is plugged into the wall, and that's how the, it charges them. So the gun, the battery is just inside the gun. It's not like a removable uh, battery or anything like that. And I don't know how long it takes to charge it, but uh, what I always do is just after we've played, you know, two or three hours um, for our activity time, I just charge them all overnight and then, and then they're ready to go for the next day. So nice. that's what, that's how it works for us. And I don't have them die hardly ever. Cool. 
So, I, so eye combat's a little bit different, but it's the same gist. So I'll start to keep talking with laser tag. Um, there's, there's two main reasons that I, I, I like laser tag for our listeners is, uh, first, I mean, you, you can get everybody involved. Paintball yeah. was your, was your teen guy, which is great. Like that feeds them and you should feed different genres, but, um, it, it, females do play and they love it. Like I, I get girls that play a lot. The second thing that I love about laser tag is I can literally play it anywhere. Yes. Um, we've went out and rented it. We've, we play in our gym. We play outside. We play in the woods. It's just, it's where you want to play. We'll play. So that's the nice, um, that's the first thing that I, the biggest thing to me about laser tag that is a win-win situation. Yeah, I totally agree. When we first got our laser tag, we just played it in the main campground area because it was like well like i didn't i didn't have a lot of experience with like taking it out different places and and i just wanted to have it contained in the one area and that was super fun for the kids they get to hide behind buildings and stuff and and as the other kids were doing free time activities everyone saw this going on and they're like wow i want to do that that looks really really fun uh so that was really fun but then like if you have a paintball course or an airsoft course, or anything like that, you can just use that, and it's good to go. Um, like that's a really, really good way to use, and you can you it can you can do both. Like at Ironwood, they have paintball and they have laser tag, and so they'll they'll let them uh, use you know same courses and stuff. Um, at Camp Grace uh, before the summer last year, uh, I had my summer staff. Uh, we went we went around and we made three courses for laser tag and all we did was we went around the campground and we found three places that was like okay this area looks pretty good and we kind of roped it off uh, a little bit but we have one that's a canyon uh we have one that is a um uh a meadow and one that is a grove and the grove is my favorite because it's just a ton of aspen trees all really tight um, and they like, they're running around, like, you know, they're in a war time. It's pretty cool. So, but it's super easy. You just, you just got to name it. <laughs> like, here's the course and then yep. you're, you're good to go. So that's really fun. kids are getting, your kids will get real into that real quick. So that's, yeah. That's a good... Yep. So, all right. Uh, so what's, uh, something that you guys do, uh, game I'll... or activity? Yeah. I'm going to stay with our, with the, we kind of have just, I'm going to stay with the laser tag scene. Cause we, we, realized how popular that is and so yeah. one of the things we've done is we've added to different style games and that so two things that we have that are two totally different games um but we can play in the same areas is that's what i'm trying to say mm. is uh archery uh tag is something that we just oh, recently nice. got about six months ago archery tag for those people who don't know if you google that it'll come up um is just the bow and arrow. The arrow has, I've seen different ones. Ours has like, just looks like a big marshmallow foam tip on it. And then they're wearing the uh, old school uh, paintball mask and you play it just like dodgeball, but it's with the bow and arrow. Um, it's just so different that kids get into it. It's, it's a novelty. Not many people have seen it or have played it. So they come to our camps and they're just all about it. Um, the second one that we're just starting this summer, cause I saw it and I just realized how much I loved it. And if it's funny that we keep talking about how if you're ending paintball, because it seems like paintball is ending mm. a lot, um, is bazooka ball. Um, oh, yeah. And bazooka ball is with CO2 tanks, so you'll have to get back in that world, but you're not going to be cleaning the guns as much as you make a new adapter. Um, 
for your paintball gun and you shoot two inch stress balls. And I just went to a camp to see how they did it. And I was just totally stoked uh, about it. So we're going to be starting that this, um, this upcoming summer. And it's just a lot of fun. And it's, again, the reason I like it is I can go indoor outdoor, which is part of our mm. challenge here. So if you have a rainy day, I can scoot inside and, and play it in there. And it's just fast. It's loud. Um, so those two games are a lot like laser tag. They're just two totally different activities um, on those. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I know I've seen archery tag uh, and bazooka ball played, and they're just it's just a blast to watch. Uh, they're fun. And, I mean, obviously to play as well. Um, but those are real easy because, I mean, most camps have bows. Because, uh, I, I mean, most camps I've been to have archery. Uh, mm -hmm. So to do archery tag, all you got to do is buy the um, the other arrows that have the big foam tip. How many? So how many kids do you have playing archery tag at a time? So we 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 saw a lot of games played, and we found out the lower the number was better, okay, um, safer, and just uh, the games got faster. So yeah. we do it's eight on eight. And okay. It sounds like, oh, that's a low number. But like what you just said, it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And so what we tell the kids is don't – we we ha found that we really had to encourage kids to really attempt to shoot because they're always afraid of getting mm -hmm. out. But the reality of it is if I have three or four teams, man, we're just switching on and off and on and off. So we're thinking actually of buying a little bit more to help actually not add more to the game but to add uh, – so when they switch, it doesn't take as long. So yes. Yeah. constantly playing. Right. Um, but yeah, right now we do eight on that, and then bazooka ball we are doing uh, twelve on twelve. Okay. Uh, just to make that because we we had the gun, so that's the number we landed at. And we'll see how that goes. Makes Honestly, sense. that number yeah. may need to drop. Um, yeah. But I'm I also am going to make that area to play a lot bigger. I feel like that bazooka ball is going to be a very big hit with our juniors, mm -hmm. just because I think it's not going to be something they've shot. They're going to think before. that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I just. I think it's going to be something again, a novelty that you haven't shot. I mean, done and before, so kids are going to want to play for a while. So, awesome. The, the archery tag. The only downside to archery tag is if you've never shot a bow, it mm. takes a while to learn. So some kids they don't get as into it. But at, what we found is if I can get a kid to get through the awkwardness the first day, like when I did weekend retreats here, yeah. If I got him through that awkward, the next day he was he mm. or she was all about it. You know. So That's you cool. gotta you gotta kind of almost teach the kids to shoot a good bit, but after that, I mean, you just encourage them to shoot a lot. But again, the game that they just buy into, so it's a lot of fun, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of fun to watch. Like you said, you, you watch these kids take out some wipeouts once in a while, but <laughs> it's pretty fun. That's cool. And uh, one more question: How many uh, arrows and how many bazooka balls do you give each kid at the beginning okay. of the activity? So, um, archery tag, the best way to do it that I have found, um, is just to let everyone start with, uh, an, an arrow and then okay. kids get to shoot as many. So if you have 16 playing, 16 mm -hmm. are, are on the court, uh, on the field or court, uh, gotcha. and they start with the one that means almost everyone will have one when they shoot. Yeah. There's times when on one side of the court, just like in dodgeball, there's more balls yeah. or more yeah. arrows on their side, but that's the nature of the game. But I, I usually start out with that. When I did too many, I actually found that we broke a few arrows because kids weren't – there was just too many laying on the ground. And they so were probably they, too not conservative with them at all. They're like, oh, I can shoot as many as I want. And they're just, correct. you know. <laughs> so, and then uh, 
bazooka ball they've just and i have i run it i run it helped a guy run it but i haven't run it here at camp they've told oh, me right. to use many balls as you can like some one guy put uh old coffee cans out behind um mm. behind places that kids could hide and that way they could pick them up put them in their gun and shoot pick them gotcha. up because you want them to shoot as much because that's part of the fun for that game is it's loud yeah. Uh, a little bit, it's it's a little bit more like paintball to some kids. So right, it's just not paint, so not to clean up. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No man, yeah. any so like at camp, we you know both of our camps, we we definitely try to do new things as yeah. much as we can to just get, to keep the kids interested and to you know because it's fun, it's fun to do new stuff. But whenever we see something that's like, okay, you're telling me I don't have to clean the paint off of something, I sign me up. I would love to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's awesome. Well, those are really cool. I I love the uh, the idea for those. And of course, as opposed to laser tag, those are a couple of things that, um, as far as cost, are much much lower. Uh, especially if you have paintball stuff already, yeah. bazooka yep. ball is not not very it's expensive. Not expensive at all. No, sir. I think right. the adapters that I actually just started building this week are going to come out to like two dollars a piece. So not expensive. Oh wow. So, wow. Yeah, you're going to put up a little bit of a cost doing the CO2 tanks, but not, it's hmm. not, compared to other activities, it's not going to be, it's actually, hmm. it will be lower for me compared that to some other really, activities. That's really interesting because I actually have, we don't have paintball at Camp Grace, but I do have some old paintball guns that I got from another camp yeah. that I just haven't used. And I'd have to, I have to buy into the CO2 tanks. Yeah. Um, that'd be the one thing that I'd have to get. But, to do bazooka ball will be pretty easy yeah. so that's something i definitely will have to well, consider scott something else you can do because i'm gonna try it for other events is uh just kind of target shooting with them because we mm. get a lot of the kids that they don't they've never shot before anything so we do oh do yeah specific archery but yeah. i'm thinking of could i create a movable um target for kids to shoot with the with the stress ball because i think yeah kids out there that will love that. And that may not be during camp week from our rental groups and everything. Right. But if you only have a few, maybe it's all right. I, you know, you also could, if you leave the adapter, could just use an old speedball. I mean, an old indoor uh, paintball, but I, that's one of the things I may do is I, I'm, I'm thinking about finding a way to put a, you want to maximize the usage of these yeah. things. I wonder. Some, somehow I wonder... put a target on a belt and letting it move and see oh. if the kid can, can shoot that. So, well, I wonder if you could do like a Velcro something. Yeah, and that's, yeah, sir. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Look at okay. us. We're, we're typical program people. Starting <laughs> yeah. <to dream. laughs> I'm just like, my mind is racing right now yep. trying to figure out how to make this thing. Okay, like we're, we're going to have to. That's why we're in the job we are in. That's right. <laughs> it's true. That's why we get to get paid to do this. So, yep. man, that is awesome. Okay, I am. I am very excited about bazooka ball at this point so uh this is this is really cool all right uh so let's let's move on from activities to games um so uh when when maybe when you hear games and activities think oh that's the same thing well at least for me like in my mind games are the big things that you do with everybody like the things that count for points at the end of the week uh you know and that kind of stuff and then the activities are like archery and hatchets and that kind of stuff is that I, how I yep. that's how you're my okay so um i want to talk about just one of the games that we are going to be doing this summer 
and then just kind of a philosophy of, okay, why do I do these things? So uh, one of the games, so for my summer at Camp Grace, our uh, fun theme is uh, the stagecoach race. So we're calling it the, uh, the stagecoach, stage line clash. And there's two companies that are trying to get from Kansas City to San Francisco. And whoever gets there at the end of the week with the most uh passengers is going to be the winner. So um, that's our themes are always a Western uh, theme. Uh, so that's, that's what we got for this year. And uh, this game that I'm going to be talking about is called shotgun shootout. And uh, what we, what we like to do is we like to theme out all of our games and we like to always have a story with the game and uh, have really fun props with them. And uh, so the story for this one, so we're we're going along the route from Kansas City to San Francisco, and this one is takes place in Rollins, Wyoming, and uh, Fort Fred Steele is very close by, and your team is building a fort to protect uh, yourself from the shotgun fire from the other team, and you have a valuable heirloom that is very fragile. And you are building your fort around it to protect it. So you're trying to get this heirloom all the way to San Francisco, and, and you're trying to build this fort around it uh, so that you can protect it. So here's what's going on. Everyone is going to be building a fort around this heirloom in order to protect it. Once building is over, a judge is going to determine which team's fort looks best. And then after – so that's one part of it is just the building of the fort and making it look cool. They'll have cardboard boxes and uh, like uh, markers and stuff to make this fort look really cool and creative. And so this part is totally subjective to whatever the judge and whoever that is. It might be the speaker for the week or, or, or I don't know who it's going to be, but someone is going to be judging how cool this fort looks. Then after judging, each camper will collect one rock to throw at the other team's fort. Then each team will alternate having three campers throw their rocks at the same time at a fort. The game is over when the first heirloom is destroyed. And this heirloom that we're going to be having is just a clay pot that we have spray painted gold. And uh, so they are actually going to get to destroy a clay pot with a rock, which who doesn't like doing that? I mean, that, <laughs> that is super, super fun. So we'll have everyone go through once. And if no one hits the heirloom at the end of the first round, we'll have everyone get more rocks and move a little closer. Uh, so the supplies for this game are lots of boxes, clay pots, and some gold spray paint. And that's, I mean, we'll, we'll maybe get some markers and stuff, but that's really it. Uh, so, so what I love to do is to just make up a story uh, for the game. Because if you can get the campers to engage with you and to really like believe that, okay, we're in the Old West and we're, we're on this stagecoach route and the other team is shooting at us, we have to protect this thing, then they're going to have a lot more fun with it. Um, I, I definitely take very big liberties with the historical accuracy of everything that I say. With all this stuff. <laughs> I act like it is 100% true. And uh, I, I have no doubt about it. And uh, nine times out of 10, I completely made it up. Uh, it's not accurate historically at all, but it doesn't matter because it's just camp. I'm not their history teacher. Uh, so um, I, I love, uh, just theming out the games. Now you could easily, uh, say, okay, we're going to play around a kickball and we're going to, um, just, just do a standard capture the flag and the capture the flag is, is that's a pretty cool one, but I, at least for me, 
this is all I do. <laughs> you know, like this is my job. So I want to make, I mean, and obviously I do more than just program, but I want to make this an experience that these kids will never forget. And I want them to look forward every single year to coming to Camp Grace to play these huge, awesome, fun games that they, that they can't play with their youth group because it's too big. They can't play it anywhere else. And I want them to love coming to Camp Grace for this reason. And like we said last week, the reason isn't just so that they can play fun games. The reason is so that they will listen to God's word, uh, you know, for the rest of the time. Uh, but uh, I, I just I love theming things out and making the props look good and uh, and all that stuff. So what are some things, Grant, that you do uh, for your games? Do you guys have like uh, summer themes, uh, like like a stagecoach, that, that type of thing? Hey, absolutely. Um, last year we did uh, it was Space Voyage, so we had Vortex and versus Supernova and nice. things like that. <laughs> this year will be our whole theme, and we're do- we're trying to do a better job on what you're talking about games, getting involved in every year. This one will be FBI, CIA, where they're just gonna mm-hmm. await their mission. Nice. Um, so they've always had themes here, but we're gonna try and integrate them more. Um, Scott, I like your game. Uh, I played a variation of it. Um, so I'm a mention that the one thing that I would tell our listeners boxes um, I was trying to do another game uh, to do more actually make sleds with boxes mm. I called Lowe's up and was like would you guys mind doing this for me yeah they had no no problem uh, doing it that's awesome. I got more I got more boxes than I could handle to be honest with you it was like <laughs> nice. every Thursday or Friday they're like come get them and they had them on a pallet pulled our truck up got them and I was back at I, I work, and I know it'll be a longer drive for you, but yeah. if you're you're a camp anywhere around the Home Depot, Lowe's, you just let them know who you are. Yeah, they literally were. They like were like, yeah, we're just gonna throw them in a recycler. And I, I told them I'd bring them back. They're like, no, don't bring them back. We'll just they, you, you know they were like, it's being recycled. That's what we want. So right, um, that's awesome. I, did I just wrote that did, down. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I did gonna a do that variation of it, and I will agree with everything you just said. So what our variation is, I don't need to go into the game, but just to tell our listeners, it was more like Angry Birds, but they also have oh, the yeah. castles. We did do it inside for a retreat. Um, and our gymnasium, but it was the same exact thing. Your judges will be, and I had a big old thing of, of ring pops, and I said, your, our judges will judge, and the winner gets this. Yeah. So the kids got into it. I handed them markers, tape, different things, and you wouldn't believe what they got into, and then they would, I, you know, because I also threw random stuff in there, um, like a, a broomstick, and the kids did really good at making uh, the shape of a king and putting a mm. broomstick in his hand and stuff. The kids, get, you get that yeah. cognitive skill, and then you all of a sudden, I would, I turned it into Angry Birds where they took a shot at a time, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden you get that boy or the kid is like, oh yeah, let's do this, uh-huh. and he gets real into it. So I think, I think you got a great game going on. I like the clay pot idea because there's just something of. <laughs> You get satisfying. It, trust me. Well, and you get that kid that he took that shot, and he's the one that he he's the one that broke it. Yeah, completely. he's the hero. He he's talking about it after camp. I can guarantee it. That's a story he's telling grandma and his friends at home. Like guys, out of out of the sixty kids at camp this week, I'm the one that hit the golden pot. So mm-hmm. and, and you got a good thing going there. So good game going on. Yeah, I I like it. I I like the um just. Because every there's so many different types of fun. Like there's the physical, like running and like like trying to get somewhere faster than somebody else. There's uh, like 
figuring out a puzzle, but there's also like creating something. And I feel like that part of fun, we don't do very well in camp um, as far as in the big games. Like we do that really well with crafts and some other areas, but there's some kids that, that just, they're not good at athletic stuff. They're not good at solving puzzles, but they're really creative and they can, they can build something. They can uh, yep. draw something. Correct. And for them to be, for them to see this at Camp Grace and be like, wait a minute, actually, I will get to be the lead on this. I will get to do a really good job and help my team. I think will be really fun for them. Uh, Cause I know like, I hardly ever saw a game like this growing up, um, going to camp. It's, it was normally the big ones. Um, you know, there's a lot of games that I like to do that are just complete chance. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, like basically rolling a die and, you know, whatever number you get, that's how many moves you get to move. I mean, it's so um, I like to have a, di- a bunch of different types of skills that are involved in these games. Uh, so as many kids as possible can get really involved. Scott, I, I'm a, before I go into the game that I have on the table, I totally agree with you, and that's something for any of our camp listeners, camp uh, employees that are listening. Games cannot always be competition. Now mm-hmm. they're great, and I'm I'm a guy that's all about competition, so don't think I'm trying to say anti-competition. But to, to develop a game where it's the MacGyver, I'm going to build something, mm-hmm. and then there's a competition, is very uh, healthy for your camp. If yep. it's always capture the flag, yeah, um, you're missing one part, and then you're also you actually probably are creating some more work for you because you're going to get the over competitive kid. You're gonna yeah. You, you just need to be very intelligent. Like the next game, I'm going to tell you, is actually more laid back. Like it's not mm-hmm. a high racing, sprinting game. And so to build something, to put something together, is awesome. It deemed it building. It it just creates a different level. Yeah. Now I'm saying we go to our night game. Here I put it's all running. It's all about yeah, how fast you are. Us it's, too. <laughs> like, like it's all about that. Like I'm not trying to take away from that. But what I'm saying is, you just made a great point for our listeners to say, just try, even if you do it slightly, to throw in that game that's less all about athleticism and more about like, hey, can you build this together? And then how, hey, then let's have a competition of knocking it down. Like, yeah. you made a good point there. Um. The game that I'm I'm going to talk about is actually so simple, it's hilarious, but we run it every year, and we get the kid. It's just more of a laughter game. Yeah. There is some competition because it, you know, week-long competition in it, and we just call it Cat in the Hat. Mm. Uh, we call it something different every year, but it's Cat in the Hat that we call it. Yeah. At camp here, but every year we make up a new name for it to, to go with our theme, and all it is is – we get old five-gallon buckets, and I think they're from their kitchen. Yeah. And we just have them in circles everywhere all over our field, and we split up in teams. And you split the two teams up that are all summer. Yeah. Uh, all week. And you give them a number, one through four. And then I basically – and they all sit on a on a five-gallon bucket. And basically I or one of my program staff will read a story. And what your number correlates to a word that's in the story. So um, last year, because it was space theme number, I can remember number two was alien Arlo. Um, <laughs> and anytime that word is spoken, everybody that's number two has to get up and find a new one. Yeah. And what you do is it's a little bit of that kind of musical chair type of thing. And you just pull one, somebody in that group pulls a bucket. And if you're left out, if you're left standing, your team gets a point. So in this game, you don't want a point. Right. Um, but that's it. Like, that's the yep. game. It, it sounds funny that it's that simple. <laughs> kids get into it. We do play it later <coughs> that week when kids are tired, when kids know each other. 
when kids are sitting next to the kid that he's been laughing with. And then, then one of the things you do is you come up with the, an all word, um, which ours was a planet. Um, and so basically he would say alien Arlo and the kids would run around was on his way to planet. And then he would say the planet and it would, <laughs> every kid in the whole camp gets up and he's running all over the place looking for his bucket. Yeah. Super simple, super lax. I didn't want to go to a complex game over here, but that is one that we pull out. If we're, if we're ever like, we need one. We're like, all right, cat in the hat, everybody go to the field and yeah. the program people go set up one. It's a great one that's just relaxed. Um, mm-hmm. We play it late in the evening when it's cooler, right after dinner, and then we start up our other, other stuff. And it's just a good time to bring your camp together. So that's a game that I, I brought to the table. You have uh, two other games that I would mention. I Most camps are probably going to know, but I, if, you, if they don't, they should get these two games that you have. So I want you to mention them that way. Sure. If they don't, ha- if they don't have them at their camp, they're easy builds, and they should put them at their camps. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> ASAP, because you know. Them, so yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's so true. Uh, so just one one thing on that cat in the hat. That is such a great game. Uh, I I I grew up playing that game at camps, and the reason why it's called Cat in the Hat is because the original one, you would just read the book, Cat in the Hat, and yeah. every person would be like, "There's Sally, Mother, and Fish." And so that's the different people. But whenever Cat in the Hat was read, everybody would get up. And uh, so that's yep. just – that's a blast. And those five-gallon buckets, man, they're just – they're everywhere. There are so many games. And <laughs> who knew that the person who created five-gallon buckets would be used for so many things in camp. But that's correct. Um, okay, so uh, real quick at the end here, uh, two things that if you don't have at your camp as a free time activity, you need to build, like, right away because they're incredibly cheap and they will they will be – used you have no idea how much they'll be used the one thing i'll start with the um the thing for junior campers so we have a camp grade something called picnic pit uh most places it's called gaga ball but it's just a hexagon or an octagon that is made up of two by eight boards and they're just connected together and kids have to only they have to only touch the ball with their hands and they try to hit the ball into someone else below their knees to get them out and once there are only three people left, the people on the outside of the pygmy pit can hit the ball into someone inside to swap places with them. So uh, they have to be on their knees outside the pygmy pit. And when there's just three people left, then they can try to reach in and hit the ball into somebody else. And if they do, then they're back in. So you're never completely out of this game, which is just great. So junior campers love it. I will spend thousands of dollars on other activities and be super excited and hyped about them and you know on thursday what are all the juniors doing are they playing the new activities that i built for them that i that i that i worked so hard on no they are at the pygmy pit (laughs) that's all they do on the free time and i'm like why are you playing this but they love it so it's like yeah (laughs) we have we have two pits if you don't have it at your camp you need to google it that's all we need to say about that game because it yeah. will be used. That's all I'm going to tell you. Yes. That's yeah. a guaranteed. It's so, it's so awesome for junior campers. And then the other one for teen campers is called Nine Square in the Air. So this is, imagine a nine by nine grid made of PVC pipe with legs so it can stand up. So that's what it looks like. Um, and if you're interested, you can contact me. Um, I can get you in contact with the guys that we got it from. Um, because you do have to get these metal brackets that, uh, that allow the PVC pipes to go into, 
but um, it's volleyball, but for nine people and it's individual. So each person in their square is playing volleyball by themselves with the, all the other people. Uh, the middle square is the king. So that's the nine square. And then if you go out, it's eight square, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, all kind of in a around it. And uh, the person in, who's the king in the middle, they get to start each round. So they volley first. Uh, there are variations where everyone in the line will wrap around the nine square and then they can hit the ball back in to switch spots with someone if they get them out. So it's kind of like Pygmy Pit where you're always playing the game, even if you're not in the middle. So if they, so if someone, so if someone like knocks the ball way out and then someone outside hits it in and actually goes through the square and falls onto the ground in someone's square, they, they're not in line anymore. They swap places with that person who is actually in the nine square. Uh, so that's a pretty cool thing. And again, teens love this. Uh, it does not matter how many things I build. I have never, I have never yet been able to build something that is cooler than this super simple nine square in the air. So <laughs> it's uh, the teens always play it. They just, they love it. So uh, that's a, that's a really fun activity. So Totally agree. And we have it here. Kids love it. And what's funny is I, I see our adults playing it um, yep. quite a bit too. So on the weekend retreats, I know we're, we're over time. The two last things I want to tell them uh, is push them to your site, that toolbox.camp to find games. The other place that I have found a lot of, this is an indoor game. If you have a pro- projector crowd control, uh, com. It, it, it's a website that they create games for for on your projector. Oh, so nice. if you do something before chapel, chapel like I do, I do a lot before chapel. Yeah. Uh, to get a kid up on stage is a big deal in their life. So crowdcontrol.com is a, is a fun one. Uh, but toolbox.camp uh, is where you need to go yeah. to, to get the rest of your games. So. Absolutely. Yeah, and if you have game ideas and stuff, you can actually submit them to toolbox.camp, and I will put them on the website. Uh, so we are really trying to push that as much as we can, uh, go to toolbox.camp and just browse around. And if, you know, as you're looking, you're like, Oh, I have something that would be really helpful for this. Please. There's a big submit an idea button on every page. It's on the top, right. Um, click on that and give me, uh, your ideas. And I'd love to, to put them out there so that more, uh, camp people can just grow and, uh, get better at what they do. So, Hey, I, I heard it a lot at, at Tweak. It's we're not in competition here. Right. We're in collaboration, and we're, we'll make each other better. Yep. Just collaborating ideas. So. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're um, doing this podcast. That's why we're doing the website. So I go. love it. Yep, absolutely. So looking forward to next week um, talking about how how to bless your 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 counselors at camp. Mm. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we talked about, you know, why come to camp, you know, as a camper – but next week, yeah, we're talking about just discipling our summer staff. And like for for people who are, you know, we're recruiting, why is it worth it for them to give up a whole summer and come work for us and, you know, not get paid very much or if, if anything, you know, some camps yep, aren't able absolutely. to pay anything at all. Some camps can pay just a little bit, uh, but it's never big bucks. Uh, they can always make more money doing something else. So uh, we're specifically going to be talking about ways that Grant and I um, are trying to disciple our summer staff that comes. So I'm, I'm very excited about that for next week. Yeah, and I am too. I'm always excited to talk, talk to Scott. Schumann. <laughs> this guy's up early, just got his coffee and hit this podcast 
Yeah, man. I got, man. I got my coffee, so I am good to go. Right, <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm pumped to talk to you next week, Scott. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, uh, all right. Well, that's uh, about all we have uh, to contact us. You can contact me at Scott at campgrace.org and you can contact grant at grant at hpcamp.org and uh until next time uh just keep uh uh, serving your church as well and we'll talk to you guys next week say goodbye grant guys bye